I think we need to respect each other from a distance. <laughs> California to Oregon ain't far oh enough. God. 850 miles? Let's bump it up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should probably move a little farther south and I should head to Seattle. <laughs> I'm going, to, I'm going to Tijuana. <laughs> and I'm going to whatever is above us. And what? I'm starting my new life in Tijuana and you're becoming a fisherman in Seattle. <laughs> Take your rage out on like poor salmon. <laughs> oh my God. Okay. Should we count? Yeah. Okay. Uh, why did I almost say three? What? <laughs> I forgot. Three, to count. four, five. <laughs> We're like three, nine, two. It's <laughs> like what? <laughs> what if we just picked a different number to start it every week? I'm like thirty-eight. Twelve. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thirteen. Okay. One. Two. Three. Four. Five. Six. Woo. Okay. <laughs> hey besties <laughs> no your yeah. ears and your eyes oh, do sorry. not deceive you yeah. <laughs> your mind is not playing tricks on you this is not a dream the girls are back <laughs> do not wake up <laughs> stay asleep <laughs> stay in your Go slumber the light. if you feel like you're walking towards the light start running <laughs> we are the light <laughs> Hop on a scooter. Move faster. <laughs> Hop on one of the scooters they have at the grocery store that teenagers like to roll around on. Um, that always pisses me off when, like, kids get on the electric wheel- wheelchairs at, like, Safeway or whatever. It just like happen a lot near you? I've buzz around the behavior. bakery. And I'm like, hey, those are actually for people, um, you know, who can't walk. <laughs> They're they're not like a free roller coaster. Um I can be. Yeah, it's like buy your own if you want that. Um anyways. Um Hari. What are we talking about? Hey. <laughs> hey. Oh hey. Um I was gonna start our FaceTime on Friday like that. I was gonna be like, hey. <laughs> I had a lot of ideas about our FaceTime on Friday. So and many. overall, I was really wrestling with myself. I couldn't decide if I wanted to be a bitch off the bat or if I was like, learn your lesson, maybe. <laughs> Just be neutral. Well, the best part was that, like, it started, and I think we were both like, what's the other one going to be like? <laughs> and then I was like, hi, and you were like, hi. And we just started laughing. It's <laughs> like, what the fuck? Everything about it was funny. Oh, was, God, I'm so it was sorry. Nonstop. I'm just- hilarity what i was happening? just eating pho and there's like chili flakes what's happening <laughs> the hologram feels like coming up the back of my nose i'm good i'm good don't worry about me <laughs> <laughs> anyway anyways um yeah so what you're about to listen to um if you decide to continue forward was <laughs> recorded in lake tahoe in the middle of the lake and the caverns underneath. Yeah. Um, we were in. The, this is an underwater episode. <laughs> this is an aqua, an agua experience. Get your glass of water. Yeah. Get your 3D glasses <laughs> and a cold <laughs> glass of water. 
sit in the bathtub to yeah. really experience. I also have not um, listened to this yet. To what? To the episode that's about to play. It's awful. Okay, cool. Are you guys excited? <laughs> Get out of here. Rise and shine. Well, a very heavy, heavy We had a very Let's go ahead, Terrace Chase, and let's the the heavy pet. Hello. Okay, it's probably about as loud as I will get. What about when I take one, two, three, okay, four, five, six, seven, eight? Oh my God, it is recording. Yeah. Hi. Hey. Welcome back. Thank you. Two girls and one brain cell. I'm your host, Claire Smith, and we that should. one over there is Nicholas we Pearl. You're staring right at me. You're staring at my soul. We should do an episode where um, I pretend to just be an audience member responding to the show. I think that's brilliant. That's so funny. And welcome back to Two Girls, One Brain Cell. I'm so excited. This is my favorite podcast. Oh my god, mine too. I love it so much that I've rated it five stars on Apple Podcasts. Mm-hmm. I am downloading it mm-hmm. on the same app. Mm-hmm. Are you subscribed? On Spotify, yes, I am. I also follow them on Instagram and I engage with all their content <laughs> because I'm such a loyal fan. And I love what they bring to Have you to given the us $5,000? <laughs> <laughs> No, because if I had, I wouldn't have a giant crack in my lap. <laughs> I thought that was an aesthetic choice. <laughs> I like to be broken. Just like I am inside. I like my I want my laptop screen well. to represent who I am. <laughs> my emotional state. Um, what other business do we have? Let's make it um, snippy. Let's make it snappy. Let's make it cute. Let's keep it tight. Let's keep it right. As we said, five stars and a review. Rating at five stars takes no t- zero time. You just hit the You just hit the fifth star. None of the other ones. We're not we're not fans of the other ones. Uh, okay, so if you, you really, do that, you subscribe. If you actually <laughs> think this deserves three stars, keep it to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and choose the five option and do that one. Also, if you've ever broken my heart, made me cry, made me sad, um, caused a panic attack in my life, you definitely should go rate it and review it immediately. Any person she's ever met. <laughs> Anyone I've um, ever slept with, yeah. get to the comments that's, right now. That's your fucking penance. <laughs> um, what if our comments went up? I, like, we got like 50,000 reviews on <laughs> Like, there's all my loyal exes. Claire's like, those are the men that have been inside me. 50,000 pieces. 50,000 cocks. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Two girls, 50,000 cops. So today... The cops, they were all taken. Oh um, and the most underrated oh. thing you can do would be to tell oh, at right, least three one. people about it. Um, Bonus points if you tell more. Yeah. I- ideally, like, 50, but we'll settle for three. <laughs> ideally. Some, there's a happy medium in there somewhere. You walk into a public space with a megaphone <laughs> and just say, listen to this really fun podcast. <laughs> And you leave our at, you leave our links, and then you leave quietly. If everyone listening right now told five people, let's say, game changer, we would ha- we would be forced to stop would, making these annoying yeah. PSAs. Dead ass. Are you sick of it? I'm sick yeah, of it. I, I'm fucking sick of it. Like if everyone, okay, and also take like your weird aunt who you think is probably a lesbian. Take her phone. She and, is. And <laughs> without a doubt. Take your lesbian aunt's phone. She's not a podcast gal. She is a (laughs) 
Fleetwood Mac and the Chicks lady. An audiobook gal. She's an audiobook gal. Yeah, she rolls up to the family function listening to an audiobook about, like, the fall of Soviet Russia. Good for her. That just means it's like lesbian energy. (laughs) The fall of Rome. What's gayer than the fall of Rome? (laughs) Or Russia? There's something really gay about Russia. We also have a Patreon so please go give us money every month. Um, so yeah, it's, give a, us it's money. life changing. Give us money. Subscribe, download, rate, review. Give us money. Tell your friends, and if you care, tell your friends. To if give you us money. love me, post it on your story. Yes. If you did it once an hour, that's still not even enough. Like I need. <laughs> I need everyone listening to turn your personal social medias into stand pages for this. Podcast. Oh my god! If someone I'm, wants to make a two girls one brain cell stand Instagram. Oh my god, if someone... Okay, oh. you know how my favorite murder, there's that Twitter account that just like, yes. m- MFM out of context? Yeah. I think we're prime candidates for such an account. <laughs> <laughs> if someone would like to make the effort. Um, but yeah, so speaking I'm looking of... at you, Megan. So speaking of Patreon, um, one of the <laughs> rewards <laughs> is recording us. That's I'm a kidding, lie. One of, the, one of the benefits of being my best friend... Is that sometimes Megan, I'll, don't be mad. <laughs> sometimes I'll start a podcast and then I'll invite you on it. So without further ado, let's welcome our special guest, Megan Donovan. Woo! Come on down here. <laughs> let's describe what she's wearing. Okay. She's Lace lingerie. <laughs> Jihai? Bustier? What? Thong? What the fuck Panties? is a Jihai? <laughs> G-string? Is that what you're trying to say? I, w- I, I exclusively wear G-highs. Megan, take off your leather trench coat and come <laughs> sit down. Okay, one take second. off your G-hod. <laughs> G-hod? Nick? <laughs> Megan, hi. She's hi. shy. Say hello. Hello. Ah! <laughs> Megan, tell us a little about yourself. Yeah, who are you? Oh my god. What are you that doing wasn't here? a question you prepared me for. Uh, Buckle up. <laughs> this is actually an interview. Megan, this is a wild card <laughs> podcast. Um, I, hi, I'm Megan. I went to Chapman. <laughs> Panthers! I'll kill you both. Um, She's also a college graduate. I also went to University of Oregon for a year. I really Woo. was just... Go Ducks. Go Ducks. Yeah. Megan says, go Ducks. <laughs> um, when I first transferred to Chapman, one of my theater teachers was a graduate of, um, oh, yeah. of University of Oregon. What the hell? And... It came up in conversation between us and, like, in front of the whole class. She was like, once a duck, always a duck. And, and you're like, no. Very fresh <laughs> into transferring. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> the trauma of the U of O campus. You do have a Puddles tramp stamp, though. I, oh I didn't want to say that on the podcast, but yeah, I do. Radical honesty and vulnerability, <laughs> Megan. Yeah. Right, right. I'm settling into that one. I mean, I have two forearm tattoos that says quack, quack. <laughs> And that's how much you know I love the ducks. How much would I have to pay both of you to get forearm tattoos that said quack quack? I'm being dead serious. You would have to pay like for the $50, tattoo, $50, and then I would Honestly. do it for like twenty dollars. <laughs> how big does it have to be? Um, I, you saw me. Like, like the whole. Like, thing. I would say the font is impact. Like five to six inches. It's like a five to yeah. six incher. Like five hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! I don't have that kind of money. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon, guys. Yeah. <laughs> One day, Megan will get quack quack, quack. arm tats. Oh, God. So, Megan, how God. are you? I'm so good. 
What's the vibe like? With you. The vibe is so good. <laughs> I feel like the vibe How is really vibes? good with me. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> good times only. What is one of my favorite God, things I, about you? I used to say that so much, and it's I get it's annoying, but yeah, vibes are usually good with me, I feel like. In the nicest they way really possible. Are. Yeah, okay. Like, let's, let's talk about this. I try to have good vibes. It, not to simp for Megan Donovan on my own <laughs> podcast. But that's what this is. That is how I would describe you to someone who like had no idea who you were. I would be oh, like, yeah. she is like good vibes only embodied in a not cheesy way. I'm like, imagine a ray of sunshine embodied into a person but like, in a way that doesn't make you want to vomit. Oh, I like that. Yeah. Thank you. It's really sweet. Well, because some people, it's like, okay. Like, like, what's happening? Yeah. Like, you're so joyous and positive, but also like, real. I like, like that. Like, you know. She's Thank a real you. person. She's she knows when to be negative. I'm glad you guys like me. I'm glad that... <laughs> this wasn't a trick to roast you. In the second Welcome to the Donovan. roast of Megan Donovan. I'd like that. Can I be part of this? <laughs> I wouldn't know what to say to roast you. I'd be like, Megan's so beautiful and sweet that she's... Speak for yourself. Claire. So beautiful and sweet. <laughs> it's like, I have a list. I'm like, oh, we're roasting Megan. <laughs> Takes Mike to other rooms. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, how did you and Megan meet? I think we should share some origin stories because I, <laughs> mm-hmm. like, in my experience, as I always like to talk about, as a college dropout, yes. <laughs> one of, and when I say one of the only good things, I mean essentially like the between three and five good things happened to me during my time in college, and all. Megan is one of them. I've Megan's said, number one. I've said if I got nothing else good out of being at UO for the whole year, which is not true. I did. But, like, had I not, it would have been worth it because I'm like, right. Sorry, we're in love. That's disgusting. We're getting married. That's disgusting, but this podcast is pro-lesbian. Um, <laughs> love always wins. <laughs> did you say you wanted to know what the five good things that happened to me yeah, at UO were? three to five. You, Danny, um, oh. oh, fuck, let me think. I'm about to offend someone by not saying their name. I can already feel it coming. Breaking up with Connor. Try Delta. <laughs> was, I mean, and then, like, becoming friends with them again. Um, that's three. Okay, I'm done. Yeah. Okay. She did say three to five. Um, <laughs> okay, well, the first... Okay, so my Megan Donovan origin story. What's your it's funny if you tell story? it from the moment you were conscious of my existence. So the moment I became conscious of <laughs> Megan's existence was when... In a past life. Was when Claret texted me summer 2016 and said, Hey, I'm in orange. Do you want to get pizza press? And I was like, oh, sure. We weren't friends yet. So we were. We'll be so, friends tomorrow, maybe. <laughs> so then me and Chloe are getting our pizzas pressed. And, and it was genuinely a pleasant experience. It was so fun. Something that I have said to Nick many a time and when we like to discuss our timeline of friendship <laughs> <laughs> is that I am really, I hate hanging out with people that I don't know super well. Yeah. If someone I don't know very well is like... <sighs> I don't know. If I'm, I'm in like, town. I'm driving through. I will make up any excuse to not hang out with them. So the fact that I hung out with Nick, we like got pizza, got ice cream, went to his apartment, drove around, went to. Oh, we went to Republic. South Coast Plaza. Oh, oh my god. god! Yeah. How long and was I, I gone? It was a three-hour class. <laughs> oh shit! It was so pleasant. It was really fun. Yeah. And I remember thinking, like, you and I walking uh-huh. around Banana Republic, hysterical. Was because we were both employees at the time. You're and we were walking around, people. and we were literally just like, okay, let's tuck our tags, ladies. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this shirt isn't board folded. Wow, a flip fold. I was like, really oh, excuse me, someone have a board. <laughs> I remember when you came to visit, though, and I was telling you, I was we were like, on yeah, the I have this class. And you were like, I'll just hang out with my friend Nick. Like it, I, and I was like, okay. So then, so we're at Pizza Press, and I'm, <laughs> and I'm talking friends. to Claire, and I'm like, Claire, why are you here? And I was like, get out of my Pizza I'm Press. Like, I'm getting engaged. Yes. <laughs> and she's like, oh, like one of my friends who went to U of O transferred 
down to Chapman. And I was like, okay, cool. So that's the first time I knew that there was a person that Clarice friends with who transferred from U of O. And it was you. If, if anything, I say, if anything, this is not live, and we do edit. So if we wanna, say anything... I don't want to cut anything. Okay. <laughs> this is... We're raw talking. <laughs> Famous, well, famous last words, us recording episode two. Wow, this is going so well. I don't think we're going to have to edit at all. Oh, my God. Ryan in the other room was like, oh, like, he, later he was like, I didn't want to say anything, but I remember thinking what, like, they've got a big storm coming. <laughs> like, I'm going to peel, what back, the, gonna peel back the curtain a little bit, yeah. just in response to what you just said. Uh-huh. I feel like the podcast doesn't sound super edited. But the podcast is incredibly edited. It's <laughs> like, so getting an extremely edited. censored version. Of like this. I, like I, 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 I cut. We we cut a lot of things. Many it things. Says um and pauses in the yes. middle of his story about seven thousand. <laughs> yeah, I take a long time to tell a story. There are many many a pause where I just stare the off into space. Of your <laughs> I'm like, is it over? Is he gonna continue? <laughs> Sometimes Nick will just stop talking, and I'm like, wait, are you done? And he's like, no, I'm trying to think of how to tell this. Yes! <laughs> Sophie says that there's a specific part of her brain that stores, um, that or a mode she goes into while waiting for Nick. Whoa. There's waiting for that's Nick mode, and she's hilarious. like, I just dissociate and stare at a wall until you're ready to go. And oh, that's a... That's ten a, minutes a, after we said we would leave. Sophie coming in with the fucking <laughs> zingers, goddamn. Sophie flaming me. Okay. Oh my god. So I don't know if anyone knows. I haven't. I'm really shy about this. I haven't talked about it, but I did study abroad in Scotland. Um, okay. And so while I was studying abroad, I and getting chlamydia and getting hepatitis, herpes, gonorrhea, gonorrhea. Fuck. Sorry. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> How do you not know my STD history? <laughs> I really wanted to say HPV at first, and I knew that wasn't right. Like when you got AIDS in Scotland, <laughs> I was like. Uh. <laughs> Gonorrhea was code. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you're dirty. <laughs> okay. I was like, is that airborne? Okay. Oh my god. Imagine if AIDS was airborne, we'd be we'd be done. So I was in Scotland being very depressed and <laughs> and I was like, I'm depressed. And I was complaining to um, my best friend in the entire world, Massimo Lesti. <laughs> and he was like, well, also actually... My best and he was our, our collective best friend, the three of us. Yeah. Although he will be put into jail yeah. when Nick and I are president for playing the acoustic guitar. He's also actually on my bridesmaids list. <laughs> Is he for real? No. Oh, God, I thought you meant that for real. Oh, I read it to you this morning. I thought you might have just skipped it. He's I'm the sorry. 12th man. <laughs> So I was, I was like, I'm very depressed. And he's like, well, I'm not. I met a girl. <laughs> Named Megan. And I was like, that's super fucking cool. <laughs> oh my god. So then, I, Taylor Swift's seventh, sixth studio album, Reputation, comes out Big in game. November of 2017. And I'm just like, oh my god. Also, I'm still Actually, in Scotland. And then, the yeah, same, same thing. <laughs> and I'm listening to this album and I'm like, I must go to a concert. My friend Molly said, would you like to go to the concert with me? And Is I said... how you guys met? And I said, yes, I would love to go to the concert. And she's like, okay, amazing. I'm also going the day before with my friend from history class. And I was like, that's hilarious. Megan, are you the friend from history class? Megan's the yes. friend from history class. <laughs> Megan's mystery woman. <laughs> Ruining my life. <laughs> I would not like to be included in this narrative. So then... Beginning of senior year, Mosmo tells me that he's just like, yeah, I think I might want to like take it more seriously with her. 
because that's how he talks. <laughs> and, and I was like, okay, cool. Uh, I support the journey. <laughs> good to know he said that, Claire. I just, yeah. no, I just talked about something in the car. <laughs> <laughs> good, like, good thing he doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> he can listen. <laughs> Should we say our least favorite things about Melissa? Real quick? This I'm, is a Massimo Rose. <laughs> <laughs> Megan's like, okay. <laughs> the Massimo Rose with special guest Megan Donovan. <laughs> Episode title: Ma- the Roast of Massimo Lesti featuring Megan list. Donovan. The execution of Massimo Lesti. The blood sacrifice. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, cool. Like, follow your heart, bro. <laughs> And then he comes over one night and he's just like, uh, me and Megan are dating now. And I was like, that's cool. Then in December, you went to Eugene to visit Claret at some point. Mm-hmm. In November. Okay. It was so, Thanksgiving. And me and Claret, even though we were not from, even, even though, though we, we were, were mortal Even enemies. though we were enemies and hated each other, we did follow each other's second accounts. Which is a shit show. And, and that's how I would describe it. It's like, we weren't friends, but it was like. We shared a bond, but for we some were. Fucking but reason. there was a lot of intimacy. Claire's like, "Here's me bawling at work." Have you watched anyone who followed my second account, as I've been talking about, around my 21st birthday? Watched me have a fucking nervous breakdown. It was just like me crying. I, there was one post. This is so so embarrassing. I was going through a breakup, and I. I bought fully new sheets because I was like, I need to like cleanse myself. And I there's a picture that's still up on my Finsta of just like me like laying like naked with like the sheets pulled over me and I'm like just trying to like feel something. Or something <laughs> really fucking dramatic. The so way. Nick was exposed to that aspect of me without really knowing me. And you were exposed I was at to camp me being during that time too. So like I didn't she just told me stuff and I'm like, when the fuck did that happen? It's you like, were exposed to me being depressed and on the suicide and niche memes <laughs> and getting STDs in foreign countries okay, we had so it there was an intimacy the podcast was forming so me and the love of my life so, Megan hang out that November so Megan goes up to Eugene hangs out with Claret Claret posts a photo of Megan on her second account and is like my wife returns or something <laughs> the and return I, of my, my wife my brain broke I had not met Megan yet as with Mosmo, like, in that context. But he'd shown me photos of her. It is weird, also, because we had so many, like, we went to kindergarten together, and then we had, like, a... Preschool. Fuck me. (laughs) (laughs) We went to preschool together, (laughs) and then we, like, had a mutual friend, Sophie, and, like, we crossed paths in so many, like, weird ways so many times that it was really weird that we had, like, this shared Megan. I also have a lot of weird connections to Eugene between the two yes. of you. You and my really roommates. do, and the fact that your roommate and I went to middle elementary school yeah. together. So, the Megan ties to Eugene are weird, but it feels like fate. And now I love it. So it, yeah, it is. It's, it does you know, feel fatey. Why can't full circle? She's breaking. Um. This mic makes somehow makes me like have a speech impediment. <laughs> Ma, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Spiking. Niche breaking dash. I can beat him da. Ratatata. First, her first week of quarantine. I was that really feels early. No, that's just like the energy. Oh wow! <laughs> like when we're I, all going crazy. We're all like <laughs> in the best way, Nick. When I yes. see that meme, I just think that's Nick's son. Oh, I think that's of- Jeff, the cosplayer. Oh my god! Okay, anyway. character. Anyways, so Clary posts this photo of Megan, my wife. Brain breaks. Because I'm like, well, that's 
That's the woman, Massimo, in in Claret. 2016 Pizza Press Reputation Stadium Tour. Oh my god! <laughs> like, it all hit me at once that these people who I thought were three separate people was one person, <laughs> and that Megan is the center of our universe. <laughs> and that Megan's the center of the universe. So I was like, oh shit. Um, and then Mazma like didn't introduce me to you for no. so so like a weirdly long yeah. amount of time. Because he knew you were too good for him. So then me and my <laughs> literal wife Nazma, we were in Kidoba at Chapman, Jay Chillin. And then I see this, like, seven-foot goddess, like, walk into Kidoba. <laughs> or float in, honestly. She had a cape, a staff, and a good vibes only shirt on. <laughs> so I see Megan, like, glide into Kidoba. And I'm like, Nazma, Nazma, I think that's Megan. And she's like, say hi. And I'm like, and I'm like is it weird if I say hi? She's like, no, it's not weird. Say hi. And I was like, okay. I was like, uh, Megan? And you were like... <laughs> Just twisting and turning. And, yeah, and then we said hi. And then you went and got a quesadilla. And then we became best friends. And the, <laughs> and the rest is, is history. history. Yeah. <laughs> My impression of you is basically the same. Like, I thought you were three different people. Yeah. And then I vividly remember the Kidoba meeting because I was Clarice like, was I friend. weird? Was I cool? Does he like me? Did I like me? Was I weird? Like, yeah, I was, was also weirdly nervous to meet you. I know you've told me yeah. that. I was nervous to meet you, except it, was, oh it took me by surprise. So I didn't really <laughs> Have you guys gotten over those nerves now? No. no not at all. <laughs> she still gives me butterflies. <laughs> same. <laughs> I went to the University of Oregon my freshman year. And um, I was a theater major. I was a theater major for three years. But I That's started so crazy. Wow. I know, right? And I did not graduate with that major. <laughs> and you graduated on time. Yeah. Bad bitch energy. Thank you. I, too, was a theater major, which is so fucking <laughs> Why did we Anyways, we I was a theater major. I didn't want to go to UO. I, this is not pertinent to this story. It is. I feel like it is. It okay. adds to the I chaos. Okay. Of... Because I was also, like, very... A lost lamb, if you will. I didn't want to go to UO. I... I need to burp. You can burp. This is a safe space. This is a burping podcast. It went away. Anyways. (laughs) Went to the University of Oregon my freshman year. Didn't want to go for a... It's a long story, but I didn't want to go. It was not great. And then, like, I... And I tried. I was trying to like it because I knew I had to go. And, like, over the summer, I went to orientation and everyone was super clicky and I didn't make friends and it was so hot. I, too, went to orientation and I hated it. I skipped the second half. Duck? It was duck something. As they do. Um, yeah. Orientation sucked. Was not fun. Was not excited to go, but I went... Um, and I was really determined to make the best out of my experience. I went through recruitment. I was part of a freshman. What were they? They were Fig, figs, a freshman. freshman interest group. Yeah, I was part of one I of those. Anyone. What? It's like a special extra class it's like you can your, take. The FCC's at Chapman. Okay, but like not optional, but optional. It. it, it I didn't it, yes, take it's one. Optional. Okay. okay. Because I thought I was too good for everything. This is an issue. At orientation, which is when you sign up for classes, the orientation leaders are basically like, if you don't sign up for a fig, listen, it's fine, but you won't have friends. And I didn't have friends. I didn't sign up for a fig. Do you regret signing up for fig? No, I don't give a single (laughs) fig. I made friends. Actually, I went to Italy because I studied abroad because of my fig. Maybe I should have done a fig. God damn it. (laughs) Could have seen the Anyways, catacombs. She's, she's, I was really... The I Italian catacombs. The catacombs. <laughs> they're, they're really underground. That was funny. Thank you. It was funny. What I said, not what you said. 
So, was really trying to make the most of it, but was really just not having a good time. My ex moved to Oregon with me. <laughs> if you're listening, I will kill you. This isn't a joke. <laughs> I am serious. My ex... Can I just say that I'll Megan's ex, let's call him Tyler, yeah. I would just like, I'm a pretty good judge when someone doesn't like me. I'm just, I'm a pretty perceptive person. I can like usually pick up on it really well. <laughs> this man did not like me and I did not like him. <laughs> it was like, it was one of those things where like, I was, like I knew that Megan and I were going to be like really good friends, but I didn't want to be like... <laughs> So I know we've been friends for two days, and you've been dating this guy for a year, but I don't like him, and I don't think he's good for you. Neither of us liked each other's boyfriends. Yeah, that's fair. Connor, if you're listening, I like you. You no. understand. Not as a straight man. So we both take this acting class. It was, like, the first week of school. We were both rushing. And this other dude in our class who since then, hi, if you're listening, what the fuck is his name? Robert? It's either Robert or it's something else. <laughs> okay, so either Robert or literally any other name ever. Richard. Richard! We jokingly called him one of those, and the other one is his real name. You're and right. I cannot remember what it so is. So whatever your name is, Richard or Robert, you know who you are. Richard Robertson. Yes. Or Robert, or Robert, Robert, Robert Richardson. Richardson. That's what his name in my phone is. It's Robert Richard. I'm like, which one is it? This man is now, like, living large on Snapchat and always just, like... Do you know what I looked like in Oregon? Uh, I texted Claire this photo the other day. I know this is a visual medium. Sorry, listeners, you can cut this. But I was like, why did you allow me to look like this? And I said, what, beautiful? And then she sent me the zoomed-in version of it. Yeah, definitely a glow-up. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we're sitting there, and this man who is now having, like, rooftop parties and driving expensive cars. It makes sense, because he was super social then, too. Yeah. He was a good dude. He was sitting in between us, and this man goes, he's like, oh, Megan, Claret, you're both rushing. Talk to each other. And, like, straight up, like, matchmaker fairy godmothered, and then was like, bye. And honestly, to me, that's hilarious that, like, the fact that we were both rushing was what, like, bonded us. us. <laughs> I don't remember how we went from like, yeah, we're both rushing to being like in each other's sweet embrace. I do. You what? forced her to go to redacted Excelsior with you. That's yeah, not... but how'd we get there? Yeah, we were already like pretty good friends. Oh, then. Okay, because the way that story was told to me was that you guys weren't really friends, and you were like this random girl in my theater class was like, Ka- you need of. to come to. We had already hung out like one or two times, and okay. I was like, I have to go pick I up think... my final paycheck for my shitty job. That is not actually shitty. And I made her go with me. I think we probably just bonded in class because also the class was wacko. Why did I pay money for that class? Our teacher was absent or canceled. Half the time. Yeah, I would say 75%. We had class. It, that's not an exaggeration. We, we had, had class, class like, like a quarter of the scheduled days. Fuck. And we would frequently come into class and she, she would just be like and she hysterical. And she left. She there was usually she would just cancel class by putting a note on the door, so I had to walk there and then leave. But anyways, one time we showed up and she was Email. sobbing. She was sobbing, told us some vague, chaotic story that didn't address anything, and then was like, "You can leave." After like ten minutes of her crying, it was a lot. Never heard from her since then. Hope she's well. I don't know how we got from point A to point B, but but once... we just kept seeing each other in class. Yes, and it was probably one day where we showed up for class and it got canceled, and then we were like, "Should we?" You brought me Starbucks one time. It was really fucking sweet, and I was like, oh, "I love her." You're welcome. Also, one of my favorite like early friendship memories is 
Okay, when news broke that Louis Tomlinson, 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 tonsils, when, when Louis Tonsils was having a baby or his baby yeah. mama was pregnant, someone had. We were, we're we're driving. We're driving down Hilliard Street. If you're a local, <laughs> picture it. We're passing the the Dairy Queen. I lived in a G five house. <laughs> Pretend like you're there. Go find it. <laughs> Megan reads aloud on Twitter that the news has broke that my man Lewis Tonsils is planning on naming his son Connor spelled C O N C H O B A R, Controbar, pronounced Connor. I can't explain the next bit of this. However, this news broke me. I. I want to imagine that you were laughing along with me. I was was laughing so hard. hard. I was swerving the car. I was driving like I was high on meth. I was like about to... Meth meth behavior. I was crashing into the fucking Dairy Queen almost. (laughs) Like, and that was one of those moments where I was just like, I I love her. It was so funny. The baby's name is Freddy, if anyone was curious. (laughs) My first impression of you was I was terrified. Um, I'm so sorry. Part of it was... <laughs> me too. Should we just take off our shirt? This is podcasting in the nude. <laughs> um, was... She was... She just, as she is today, so hot, dressed so well, and looked like a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and I was... And then also on top of that, the fact that you were from Eugene, I was like, fuck, she knows people. She has friends. She knows the area. She's Something connected. To be proud. Do you remember... <laughs> oh my god, you are a fucking real one for this. I was so traumatized mm-hmm. from my high school theater experience, but I still wanted my department theater, theater teacher to love me. I and I so. still do. If you're listening, oh. please reach I out. I say. want validation. Anyway. Um, She's like, I actively hate you. <laughs> she will block me if she heard that. <laughs> There's no way she listened to 23 episodes of this. <laughs> Should I DM her and be like, I have a podcast. I think you'd really like it. Listen to episode 23. My high school was putting on a production of Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> I will not be giving a review. Um, and I didn't want to go alone. That's all the review I need. <laughs> I didn't want to go alone, so I brought Megan with me. And we laughed the whole time and were being atrocious. And then afterwards, my old theater teacher didn't recognize me. Because <gasps> I dyed my hair blonde. That was her excuse. Like, I walked past she her like... like no, she looked like Claire. I, I, I looked the same. I've and seen then Claire she like with so many different hairstyles. We like made eye contact, and she was like, it took her like looked away, and then looked back, and I was like, hi, like don't do that. And then she was like, oh hi, like I didn't recognize you, and I was like, this is my wife. <laughs> a also, yeah. me having lighter hair is not an excuse to not recognize me, and I can tell you that because I used to have a short black bob, and people who haven't seen me since then still recognize me at work with like blonde hair. And a mask on, so... This Did you just call her blonde? It means balayage. That's light brunette. Okay. <laughs> Can we talk about, real quick... Yeah. When we went to Disneyland for spring break and I got into Chapman. I would love to hear Oh, that. this is one of my favorite you, 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 stories. No, okay. As I have said, I, at this point I hadn't even met Danny yet and Connor was still straight. So Megan was the one good thing that was coming <laughs> out of my college experience. There, The two and three had not yet happened. We're on spring break vacation in Disneyland. And at this point, I don't know where I'm going to live the next year. <laughs> I was planning on living with Megan. Yeah, we discussed. 
I knew that it was inevitable that the one good thing was probably going to leave me <laughs> because she had been actively applying to because anywhere she wanted to leave. About. I applied to three schools. Where, where else do Don't be dramatic. I applied to USC Nebraska Pepperdine University, and, and I got into them all. Thank you very much. You applied. What was the first one? Uh, Pepperdine, USC, and Chapman. USC. I thought you said UC Pepperdine, and I was like, okay. there too. That's the underground. <laughs> it's, Pepperdine. Un- it's, it's underneath Pepperdine. Yeah, it's in the bowels. Yeah, it's the Pepperdine Cave edition. Oh <laughs> the Pepperdine Caves. <laughs> the Pepperdine Catacombs. <laughs> We're in line. To meet to Belle. Meet, to meet fucking Belle. Uh-huh. And we're the last ones in line, and they've closed the line off yep. at this point. So it's like, am I right? Yeah. We were like, we made it by... We were so excited. We love Belle. <laughs> we were very excited. <laughs> was she hot? I, I don't, don't it was recall. probably one of my friends at Chapman now. Like, I can't answer that question for you. <laughs> I don't recall what happened, anything about Belle, because the next thing I know, Megan checks her email... <laughs> And just goes, oh my god, I got into Chapman. <laughs> Let me tell you, experiencing both overwhelming joy and pride for your friend, and also the <laughs> impending doom of loneliness of sophomore year is a real trip. <laughs> oh no. We both burst into tears. One of us is crying harder than the other. <laughs> you can guess. <laughs> we leave the line because we can't stop crying. Oh I don't want God. pictures of me crying with so Belle. So we go on Indiana Jones. <laughs> Belle's like, what's wrong, everybody? And I'm like, she's leaving me. We go to Indiana Jones because they mm-hmm. don't take photos and it's dark. Yeah. That's Fully what, stop the entire Indiana ride. Jones is much more, like, tear-friendly. Uh, and yeah, can't yeah. confirm. It, uh, my, mom had, my mom had a panic attack on Indiana Jones. Oh, good for her. Because my uncle was like, Dorlinda, it's just a little Jeep ride. Why do people say that about that ride? My mom it's, has it's, MS and like back problems. <laughs> thought of your mom It on that. says, do not go on this ride. And no. as we were approaching the, the boulder, the one boulder, one as we were approaching boulder. the boulder, <laughs> I was sitting in front and I was having the time, I'm like five, I'm having the time <laughs> of my life. And my mom goes, Jeff, cover Nick's eyes. <laughs> Girl, what? He can't see the boulder. <laughs> I was like, Shield the, <laughs> the child. I was like, oh my god, we're all about to die. I was like, do we hit it? I was like, that's, this is where we. This that's is the best goddamn part of the ride, and it doesn't work seventy five percent of the time. I love that. Ride. I I love that ride. I, I honestly think I prefer it when the rock doesn't work. I think it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you're like, I mean, you're like, here it comes, it. here it comes, and then it just doesn't. Indy's hanging above you, like, watch out. You're like Harrison Ford in those movies. The least. can. Okay, if if we do get a time travel machine at some point, you're gonna go back and fuck I'm Harrison Ford. I'm gonna go Ford. back and fuck Harrison Ford. <laughs> Can I join? Yes. Oh, anyway, we. Then I force Clary to go to campus the next day and take photos of me. They're on my Instagram. This is true. Crazy. <laughs> I was just scared we weren't gonna be friends anymore. We aren't. Okay. Anyways, got into Chapman, left Clary, never talked to her again. The end. This is the reunion episode. Oh my god. And now they're married. And now I'm married. So how do you feel about being on the podcast? How's it going for you so far? It's going well. When you guys yeah. were doing your intro, I was trying not to look at you guys so I didn't laugh and fuck things up. And also, <laughs> I suddenly got an impending sense of... Like, I got so like stage nervous. Fright? 
as if I do not talk to both of you every day, as if I haven't listened to every episode, so I know Multiple what to expect. Times. Multiple as times. As if you're not our number one I fan. fall asleep to their episodes. <laughs> like a weirdo. <laughs> I have a podcast. Do you want to talk but about just, that? No. Okay. It's a secret. Um, I'm I'm starting a podcast with my high school friend, though, so y'all should go listen. What's it called? That's what we were talking about. It's called What I Learned in Catholic School, because we went to Catholic school. But the <laughs> subline is um, Life Lessons from Two Agnostic Optimists, because we are also not Catholic. And I love that. not I about love religion that. at all. I'm so excited for that. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very excited. When I'm does so it excited for this podcast to become a stand podcast for that <laughs> podcast. It's coming out in, like, March, and it's... I say no, I don't want to talk about it. It's coming out in March, and it's based off of um, a list that Caroline, my friend, made in high school of, like, life lessons she learned that mm-hmm. I've kept up since then. So I it's been, that. like, a list running for, like, six or seven years. I love that. I wish and I'd so we're, that. like, talking about life lessons each episode and having new guests on every episode. I love it. Not YouTube, but guests. Period. <laughs> but, yeah, obviously you guys are going to be on. So there will be a crossover. You guys can promote it. I was like, oh, I'm oh, like which is the truth? <laughs> I got super nervous because I was like, what if I say something I don't mean and then I sound fucking stupid? But I think it's That's how I feel every week. I'm like, I'm really just unloading my brain. Girl, same. I also forget everything I say. (laughs) You really do. And then when people DM me and apologize for hurting me, I'm like, wait, what the fuck? And then when you talk about it on your podcast, I'm like, oh, what? I have a podcast. (laughs) You're like, what podcast? (laughs) You're like, Nick's recording these? Oh my God. Light every gas. Keep every gate. I was getting nervous. Boss every girl. Because I feel like this is my one shot. I'm like, this is it. The people are going to remember me this way. So as we said in episode 15, me and um, Claret, we stand nothing and no one besides <laughs> Megan. <laughs> Megan is the one thing we stand. However. However, I appreciate oh. <laughs> the energy of people who stand things actively. She can't shit talk it because I'm about to go in on my stand. She can't shit talk it because Megan's in the room. I can't shit talk it because it's not hurting anyone. I think stand culture does some actively hurt does, some people. Megan is the owner of a One Direction stand account. Can I say that? I, I, the owner. If you go to my Twitter currently, I've been losing followers quite a lot recently. Don't know what the fuck From I the stand or your personal? So my personal account was my stand account, which is why I have like thousands of followers on it and why I still have like 900 something followers mm-hmm. on it. Impressive. Because I had a I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to tweet about the stand episode. account for like five years. Yeah. Until they broke up. Uh-huh. And then I it changed. Well, it started as a Glee stand account. Queen. And then it was One Direction. Mm-hmm. And then what it was like, became what, my personal. What is and that's it? also why I have like 80,000 tweets. Tell me tell me about the... Um, and uh, now I have a Harry Styles stand account. Tell me about the Glee stand account. Okay, I started... What were you standing about Okay, Glee? so the term stan was not a thing back then. We mm-hmm. just had fandoms. Mm-hmm. I started a Glee fandom account. Stan mm-hmm. account. Because Glee... You can use the term stan for yeah, the I mean, purpose of this, even though at the time, I guess, it was a fandom. Well, first of all, I have an addictive personality, and that feeds it to this. However, mm-hmm. um, it I feel started, like stands are more for people, and fandoms are more for, like... That's a good way things. of putting it. Interesting. Yeah. Like, it's like, I don't stand Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Game of Thrones fandom, not Game of Thrones stands. I feel like or is like, it because they're not all women and we're sexist? No, I think, okay, my thought process <laughs> is if it's like a movie or a TV show or something that like it's has okay. an end to it, I feel like it's a fandom. Whereas like standing someone, you're like keeping up with like what they're doing in their life and like with musicians, yeah. like what The Weeknd is going to put out next if you're a Weeknd stan. As Corey now we is. Today. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> The Super Bowl's today. The weekend, if you're listening. Grow five inches and 
text me. Tits out for the weekend. Hell yeah. Okay, so started a Glee Stan account because Glee, during the original era of the show, had a Gleek of the Week every week. And they chose it from... Oh, I remember that. They chose it from Twitter. And I love Glee. I watched all fucking six seasons to its bitter, bitter, bitter fucking How does the show end? I don't know this. Spoiler alerts. (laughs) Glee spoilers. I so in the background watched the last season because I got to a point where I was like, I've watched this much. I just need to finish it. But it was so bad. And you I guys loved know it. I try to be positive about shit. I mean, Game of Thrones last season wasn't that bad. I stand by that. Anyways. I agree. Thank you. Once again, opinions are opinions for I do a not reason. Ag- I do not agree with that. Anyways, no, the last three seasons of Glee were awful, especially the last season. I the don't first know three how are art. Because the first two and a half. Yeah, that, okay, thank you. The entire character of... Now I'm going into Glee. No, I want to hear it. Rachel, is that she wants to be fucking Barbara Streisand. She wants to be on Broadway. That is her thing. She gets to Broadway. She is in Funny Girl, the Barbara Streisand fucking originated role. And she quits like two weeks into it to be on some shitty TV show in LA. And that's kind of how it ends. There's got to be a better resolution than that. I don't quite remember. I think... TV. Does Kurt die? Yes. It's brutal. (laughs) Blaine murders. Does he end up with Blaine? Um, oh my god, yes. And they get they break up and there's there was no time to have a redemption arc for them. So the only reason they get back together and get married is because Brittany and Santana are getting married, and for their wedding gift, they want Blaine and Kurt to get married. And so they do. What a weird fucking thing. For my wedding, I want you, Megan, and Nick to get married. That's all I want. You're not invited that, unless you do. That's going to be our guests, Clare and Ryan. Yes! Um, I, I honestly don't quite remember how it ended, but that's why I started it. Okay, and can I say something about Glee, though? Absolutely. Always. My thing with Glee... Oh, my God. The my first to buy was Glee Season 1, Stan. Okay, because Glee Season 1... Because Season 1 is so fucking good. It is. Should we watch it? Anyways, keep going. Okay, the, there's just an issue with shows, TV shows about high schoolers it just in general because Period. the fact that they're in high school usually or like where they go to school is like what is like the like foundation of the show so once they fucking graduate especially if you're stupid like glee and start out with the main yeah. character being a sophomore yeah what like why would you at least start her out being a freshman like you get one more year of her being in high school yeah. with Weird, in my opinion. Or just take the season slower. Like, why'd they fucking take the season? There they is could no have graduated reason. season six. Once they went to New York, shit fell apart. Uh, yes. Period. Period. I never watched the later seasons of Glee. You, you do not. Need I watched to. like a, I, I watched a little bit of the beginning of season three, and I was like, no. I have a Glee Essentials playlist. Mm-hmm. Just about every song from season one and two is in it. There are maybe two from the last season. Yikes. Okay, so if, uh, if you have not heard the Glee mashup of. Let's have a kiki no. and turkey lurkey time. It's offensive. <laughs> it's the the worst piece of art to walk this way. It is offensive to just about anyone. Featuring Sarah Jessica Parker. It's offensive to Sarah Jessica Parker herself. <laughs> um, anyway. We deserve an apology. So that's why it started. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> it evolved. <laughs> I found out about One Direction because Glee performed on X Factor the season that One Direction yeah. was on. I will say... Amber Riley in Simon Cowell's face screaming yes. the fucking Ooh. high note and don't stop believing. I don't give a shit about anyone or anything. <laughs> and that makes me feel something. When 
The way he smiles when she is in his fucking yeah. face, like wailing, yeah. is it, it is the closest thing to like feeling a human feeling. Isn't I've ever it because felt. she like auditioned for American yeah. Idol and didn't get on? Yeah, he like said that like he just didn't like see it yeah. on her or something. I don't fucking know. What a bad bitch. Good for her. Amber Riley's the only person She's I stand so from that show. Uh, Darren Crow? No. Yeah. I stand as a, him. Not a state. As an I actor. Yeah. I stand him when he was killing Johnny Versace. Johnny Versace. Johnny! Joe! The assassination of Jehovah Versace. <laughs> Calling you Jehovah out of nowhere, Nick, is the funniest thing that has ever yes. happened to this friendship. A great bit. I'm just letting it right now. We should not explain the Jehovah thing on the podcast. No, that's just what I call it. Guys, there's now. a new inside joke that you want to be a part of. <laughs> <laughs> just call someone Jehovah. Would anyone wear merch that said Jehovah? Yes. Right in. Their one brain cell, they were all two Je- girls. Oh, God. Uh, the witnesses. Um, they were all Jehovah. Oh, God. So... As you both know, as a stan, I, I'm, like, involved. Also because I was depressed and didn't have fr- friends. My friends listening to this are like, what the fuck? She Me, every time, you. I'm just like, I had no friends in middle just, school and I was bullied. <laughs> and my, my friends in middle school were like, we were friends. My friends <laughs> I was like, not a good I'm enough. Going, my friends know I was going through it. I just yeah. needed something, like, to yeah. escape into. So I, I watched... <laughs> I watched the um, Glee performance live. Like, I found some illegal stream online, yeah. watched it all, saw One Direction on there, was like, cool. Did not think about them again until I was Tumblr famous. How did you get Tumblr okay, famous? Let's talk about. Let <laughs> me, like, do a little side. How this many is, followers did you have on Tumblr? As I, Nick and I discussed at my peak, a couple days ago, we are the Venn diagram of tangential. And what was the other one? Insufferable. And insufferable. <laughs> so feel free to take any tangents you want. Okay, And great. be insufferable. <laughs> Please. I am. It's okay. We're already there. You are the first. Um, I had a couple... I was going to say a couple thousand. A couple tens of thousands. Like, I had 30,000 oh or 20,000. Do you still have it? <laughs> I, have like on of, I have, like, tens of thousands still, yes. Wow. I Not like, as many as I did at my people. My photography account has, like, 3,000. Uh, which is a lot. If my Tumblr only ever had like 150. Yeah. It happened because. If my Instagram had that many, we would be like. <laughs> doing well. We would be influencers. I get, I was telling her, I get free stuff because there's this website that connects all of your socials and combines followers and then like based on that sends you free shit to like theoretically review. I never review it, but because I have so many followers on Tumblr, I get free shit. Oh my God. What's this So website? you're going to post the episode on Tumblr, right? Or something like that? What? Influencer. <laughs> Couldn't tell you why they did that. If you're an influencer, please write in. <laughs> Anyways, um, I got followers because I was a comedy Tumblr, so super anyone can follow. It wasn't like a fandom Tumblr. And I added a comment onto a comedy post that some big blog reblogged. Like one of those yeah. kind yes. of almost like corporate comedy blogs, you know? That's yes. Like, yep. and, and I got a bunch of followers from that. I couldn't tell you... I was like, what's it, the comment? It all snowballed from there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that was fun. Anyways, a One Direction. One of uh, my photos was posted on the front page of Tumblr, and that's how I got my that's followers. That's fucking amazing. Yeah, it was, busy, it was insane. Was it my nudes yeah. from Joshua Tree? <laughs> no, it was in 2013. Was it my pussy shots and I from still, Joshua I still get noti- I still get um, Tumblr notifications that people are still reblogging. Like, you Whoa, know, that's it has, amazing. Like, 90 plus thousand notes, yeah. Oh my god. That's crazy. Really, I'm just like, okay. Going viral on Tumblr. Yeah. Trump, on Tumblr, Trumpler. Is, is like the same feeling as going viral on TikTok now. Mm-hmm. Do you think Tumblr 
banned Getting all Trump. They did, didn't they? There was like a list that banned him. Okay. I didn't know if Tumblr was a part of it because that would be so funny if he started a Tumblr blog. One of you should post my Joshua Tree nudes on Tumblr. I don't have them. We can't. Uh, We could, but it would be like a pain in the ass. Put my nipples over here. (laughs) Oh, a video popped up of a guy reacting to the What Makes You Beautiful music video like the day it came out. Mm -hmm. And he was like, he was British and he was basically just being like, fuck these guys. Like, he was like, they're so stupid. It was 2011. He was probably like saying a lot of He was probably right. Yeah. And I was like, hold up. I like these guys. And I don't You're like, hold up. I would die from there. It all went downhill from there. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't know exactly why I switched my Twitter. Probably because Glee sucked and One Direction did not. And I was like, I'm the best. still stand by that. True. And so I switched my Twitter, and it, like, was one of the best things ever. I have so many friends from that. I love that. Okay, what are your thoughts on people like myself who stand nothing? I, I mean, I don't necessarily have, like, I'm not, like, fucking weirdo. I don't necessarily understand. beef. I don't understand it in the sense that, like, it is not physically possible for me to not, like, love (laughs) One Direction. As much as I loved them. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, there was no choice. Mm-hmm. I have it was diary entries. stars. I have diary entries <gasps> from um, when they're them? second. I went, to, I went to all their tours at least once. Good for you. Yeah, yeah you and, fucking um, did. From they, I went to their first tour. Their second tour was, like, going on sale. And I was asking my parents for tickets. And it was, the tour was, tickets were being sold a year in advance. And my parents were, like, they must have said, like, no, you're gonna be over this in a year, whatever. And you're like, it's I, my phase. I fucking watch my me. diary, and I was like, they don't understand. <gasps> they didn't, and they still don't. <laughs> they bought me tickets, so yeah, I'm not gonna. <laughs> Thank you, Jimbo. Shit, talk them on here, yeah. So you're kind of a fan out of spite. You're like, watch me still be a stand when I'm 23 and 2021. Yeah. Ah, that's similar to my fireball. <laughs> the reason I liked fireball yeah. for so long. Oh my god, I just had a memory. What? Oh, okay. When I came to visit you at Orange, beginning of sophomore year, in Orange, wherever the fuck you lived, in the city of Orange, in Orange Orange County, in the Orange Tree, in the Orange Grove that Megan lived in. Surrounded by citrus. (laughs) We went to a party. Do you recall this party? I don't... Yeah, what are you going to say, though, about this party? We were drinking Fireball, mm-hmm. and it was there was, like, less than ten people there. It was, yeah. like, a kickback. Yes. And I was freshly single and just wanting to hook up with someone. Choices were made. Uh, we were drinking Fireball together. Like, the two of us openly, like, sharing out of a bottle. Yeah. And uh, this dude who was, like, who I, spoiler alert, ended up sleeping with... Um, Yes. A pie! Woo! Did you jump with the bike? No. Oh. So only me and Corey This guy had been like flirting with me all night and said something to me like, oh my God, what the fuck did he say? It was like, I just like think it's so hot that you like drink whiskey. Like I don't know any other girls who drink I whiskey. Remember this. And I quite literally like made eye contact with Megan who was like, had like, the bottle of fireball in her mouth and we were just like what i'm like what in the fucking pick me like like it's it's fireball it's not whiskey <laughs> literally i'm like it is cinnamon juice like cinnamon girl. do you remember that i i now that you bring it up i would have never remembered it otherwise but i 
vividly remember. I was like, you're embarrassing me, sir, so I'm just gonna have sex with you to shut you up. <laughs> and then I fell asleep while we were having sex. Anyway. Oh uh, yeah, so out of spite. Yeah, I don't, so I just, I'm like, I got, I think I was like competitive about it. I'm trying that to figure sense. out like why I was, because there was a thing yep. on, there is a thing on Stan Twitter where yeah. it's like, who's the best fan, right? Okay, and it's Tumblr, like, it, Tumblr in general, it's yes. who's the best fan, who's the most depressed. <laughs> who's the best in Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. At Skins UK. I would like to have a talk with your writers. <laughs> At fucking Pro Anna. It's really How oh, the that fuck too. was that legal? They've, they've blocked that tag now. Not that I checked it recently, but they've blocked that tag. Good. It's, it's interesting how different your guys' experience on Tumblr was from mine because I never heard or saw about I never heard or saw about that. I, I like, I heard references to like the Super Hulock fandom. Oh, they bullied me. Have I told you that? Yeah, because they're terrible yeah, people. I hate messages. Um, why? What'd you do? I the way people bully each other nowadays is so fascinating. They there was a gif of it's something like I heard from you're the racist. show, and people were talking about how it was like one of those Daleks. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Don't bully me. And um, like one of those robot things, mm-hmm. and but it was like a ballerina. And so I commented on the post, being like, "Aren't Daleks robots?" That's basically all I said. Like, what is this ballerina? And then they said, "I hope you get robbed and, and your I- cat eats you." <laughs> yeah, I got. Um, there's still posts out there like people reblocked it and added to my comment being like this dumb bitch but I also got direct messages being like stupid fucking hipster and I was like I'm a comedy blog and depressed and have an eating disorder like please leave me alone <laughs> but like for, and Megan it would, describing it, me someone, someone would someone would reblog it like every couple of months and I would get a new batch of hate messages what like it just fuck? it just didn't end it's all for me because I didn't know what something was <laughs> was this Doctor Who? Yeah, in a Doctor Who show. Fuck Doctor Who, I had to say it. I'm glad you did. What are we talking about? Vor. Stan. Yeah. I have a Harry Styles Stan Twitter now. Well, it's still kind of one direction Stan Twitter. I only started it when Fine Line came out because I was posting so much on my personal account <laughs> about it. And I was like, I, no one gives a fuck about this. So I moved <laughs> it over to another account. Mm-hmm. And I've... I don't know if it has changed or if it's always been this way. I want to say it's always been this way, and now I'm just 23. But every time I go on that account, as I was telling Nick earlier, I'm like, this is awful. Let's hear it. I think it's a really great community for people like I was. People like I was in high school, (laughs) depressed, in need of an escape. (laughs) I, I wasn't depressed. I'm being dramatic. But... In need of a... In a okay. <laughs> Nick disagrees. I, don't, <laughs> I was like, no, you were in, fucking depressed in, in high school. In need of an escape. Okay. Um, it, it absolutely serves that if you go about it the right way. But oftentimes when I go on it, everyone's just fighting about random shit. Fighting about what? About these people's lives. And it's like they... I, like, everyone who knows me knows I love Harry Styles. He does not give a fuck about me. And like... And I'm that's, glad you're and that's, aware. That's fine. And I know that. And I do not expect him to. These people, And I love, I love him the way he is. <laughs> I would kill Whatever him. Whatever he wants. Okay, my question. Yes. I have a question. Yeah. As a stan, as a yeah. self-proclaimed stan, Megan, yeah. do you, is it, if, for you, yeah. I guess that like being a stan is different for every stan. <laughs> but for you, do you care about the personal lives of the people that you stan or just their product and their like... <sighs> 
music careers. Like, I I would say just their product and music careers, except for Harry. What about Taylor? <sighs> what about her, like... Megan's also a Taylor Swift stan yeah. while we're here. Definitely more so. She has a third account. <laughs> de- <laughs> definitely more so Taylor's music. Like, I think it's fun to kind of keep up with some of the drama that surrounds her artistry. Yeah. And I think some of that also is important. Like, it informs her music. Absolutely. Um, but I don't, I don't really care. I don't care where she or Joe are or what they're doing or if she actually has dated Carly Kloss. I think the theories are fun and, and funny. <laughs> or do you prefer the Carly Kloss or the Diana Agron? Well, because I'm in love with Diana Agron. Yeah, join the club. Definitely that one. I think, sorry. <laughs> I, I, sorry, I was going to say I think the Carly Kloss one is more plausible, but I think they're both plausible. Anyways. I just, back to Glee for a minute. Yeah. If we're talking about early sexual awakenings. That's, Which she we was, were. She was 100%. I, I think Glee sexually awoke all of us. Yeah. Really. I was That's looking at Quinn Cabray's yeah. character, and I was like, why do I simultaneously want to be a pregnant cheerleader, and I also want to get her pregnant? Like, I want to be her baby daddy. You also daddy. want to be impregnated by her. I, Truly, I was the, like, what's wrong with me? Why do I feel like <laughs> this? Yes. <laughs> bum, bum, beat em. Um, Genuinely so confusing. So I yeah. like the thought of her and Taylor dating. I think that's fun. Again, yeah. don't actually care. Yeah, no, I don't. Yeah. So I don't really care. With Harry, it's like, it's, a, I've, I mean, I guess I've been a fan of Taylor for a really long time, too. But, like. I entered the One Direction fandom on Twitter, which was super involved and super toxic. So I've like, so I've like followed these people's careers for a decade. That's crazy. Yeah. I care deeply about him being well. Mm-hmm. I'm not and like I was okay. in high school where like, I don't think anyone actually, there are definitely more boundaries in like Stan Twitter now because like I've told you. I think I've told both of you. People hacked into airport security cameras to watch One Direction while they were waiting for their plane. I, I not me. Watch <laughs> them sit there. Yeah, I could find it. I told Dan that, and he's like, "If people put like half their brain power to any other problem, <laughs> finding a cure for cancer, yeah, the world if we didn't do that, <laughs> um, literally, there were what? there were like no boundaries. We knew, <laughs> like, is this Mr. Robot? We, we like, knew who they were at all times like people would track their flights i i was never i was never like that i did not have the time i did theater (laughs) megan was booked and busy i had a hobby Mm -hmm. but like the information besides being an insane person (laughs) the information was readily available and what i notice now is like the second people start crossing lines and being like why is harry dating olivia and like what he, this is where the, you know, don't worry darling set is. People immediately are like, you okay. need to delete this. Like, this is not about you. You should not be talking about this. This is personal life. Don't go to set. It's like embarrassing. Oh People are much better about being like, there are boundaries here. I think, okay. So what was the is, question? Well, no, I have something to say about that. Okay. No, this because, is very fast. Again, don't care. Really cannot yeah. stress that enough. However, if. I neither I am neither confirming or denying. But if I, if someone like found the address of like an influencer uh-huh. that I follow, that would in, like intrigue me just in a like. So I like go on Zillow. Yeah, like As I do anyway. Not in a like I am going to stalk this no, person yeah. and like show up at their house, but it's just like yeah. I don't know. Is that bad to say? There's something about like ooh, that's where that famous person lives. It's no, kind of. 
your question was about like, do you care about their personal lives? I care. <laughs> Me showing up to Lindsay's a, apartment last <laughs> week, and I'm like, this is where Lindsay lives. <laughs> oh my! In high school, when I was on Stan Twitter, then it was like a competitive thing where it was like, you don't know where One Direction is right now. They're on their like 72nd show in Tokyo. You know, it was one of those things. Okay. And you have like you had to keep up with that shit. Now I do not. I. I do not care about that shit at all. But I want Harry to be okay and happy. <laughs> and, like, I That's follow his mom and sister on Instagram, which I'm sure people would find weird. But, like, I also hope they are well. Like, I just, I've been following his career for so long. That, it'd, like, be, it'd be weird if you didn't care. Yeah. Actually. Definitely a paras- <laughs> what is it? parasocial relationship type thing. Yeah. Um, I would like to think, though, that I'm, like, very aware that, like, I make jokes. Like, my mom's always, yeah. like... Oh, he's dating Olivia Wilde. Like, he needs someone more, like, born in 1997. Like, she's <laughs> more very funny about it. But, like, yeah. I, I, like, I just, yeah. It's it's all jokes. You're I also, like, people yes. on a sane who person. are very serious. That's true. If Harry, if you, like, ran into him in the grocery store for some <laughs> reason, I don't think you would be weird. I think he would probably be, Correct. like, overwhelmed yeah. and, like, want to, like, thank him for changing your life. But yeah. I don't think you'd... But not in a weird way. You wouldn't make it, <laughs> in the like... the frozen foods of Trader Joe's. You're life. like, you changed my life just like well, this cauliflower I mean? gnocchi. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> True. Um, so much better than the fucking gluten gnocchi. I, um... I said what I the, said. I think another... The gluten gnocchi. <laughs> it's made with potatoes. And wheat. Gnocchi? Yes. Mm. It's wheat and potatoes. I think another part of the psychology of Stan culture and Stan Twitter or whatever else me. is you <laughs> just spit water all over me. <laughs> Disgusting. Let it be known that Trader Joe's gnocchi has wheat in it. Clarissa said gnocchi has gluten and Nick said okay. Nick said? And Clarissa said he doesn't believe me. <laughs> and then my water said eject. <laughs> The reason that Nick and my friendship works is because... That's a bold statement already. <laughs> it's because I hate being condescended and I have to be right at all times. She's going to say I hate him. And Nick loves to condescend and be passive aggressive. Therefore, it works so well. No comment. I think a big part of the psychology and like whatever happens in Stan Twitter is the fact that a lot of these people, like I said, like I have the account now for like when he drops stuff and I'm like, wow. And you know, I can bond with people over that and not annoy my personal account <laughs> followers. Oh, wait, okay. But, um, <laughs> but like, I don't have, like I have a life now. <laughs> uh-huh. Like I'm, yeah. I'm doing other things where I was like in high school, of course I had, you know, like I had theater, I had school, like I had friends. It was fine. But like, you weren't paying rent. What? So you weren't paying rent. In high school? Oh, correct. You weren't, like, worrying about adult things. I was. I was like, no, I wasn't. Oh, your parents didn't charge you rent? Was that just mine? (laughs) Claire's like, is that not normal? (laughs) A big part of it is the relationships you make with other people. You want to... You you do make friends. You make friends so easily. From the two... Or year I've... Whenever Fine Line came out, from the year, whatever, since I've had this new Stan account, I've made one friend that I, like, regularly keep up with. Okay. Because we follow each other on Instagram. But I think that's why people get, like, so obsessive about it. Because it's, like, it's this thing that they can bond over and that they have in common with. And they feel included. And that's where it starts getting toxic is when you feel like you have to... (laughs) 
to be included, oh. you have to like keep up to a certain extent. I know where they are at all times. Yeah, things like that. Harry Styles is on the toilet right now. <laughs> and that's where like all those obsessive theories come. I don't know. People yeah. make group chats. But I think like a lot of the reason why I've like stayed in it for so long, I was in the cold for so long. Yes. It's because I had such great friends. Mm-hmm. What okay. And now yes. I get to travel to New York and see Broadway shows with them. So <laughs> highly <laughs> recommend. How do you can think- I fix I say what I was gonna say? Yeah. I that makes total sense because my one experience of liking something uh-huh. or participating, I don't care when, like, a artist drops new music. I typically won't listen to it for, like, a week or two. Uh-huh. I just don't care enough because I'm mentally ill. However, when Taylor Swift's newest album, yeah. Evermore, yeah. what the fuck? Why did I want to call it Evergreen? <laughs> my, my elementary school. <laughs> Wait, was that so hard for me to say? I said, <laughs> my little elementary school. Well, I said Evermore. <laughs> That's how we talk now. Anyway, when it Evermore. came out at fucking 9 p.m. or whatever, I listened to it immediately with Connor. We, like, obviously from across the country yeah. listened to yeah. it, like, track by track. Mm-hmm. And it was... Claire's music like, I, brings I you together. <laughs> Who knows? Who yeah. knew? It was kind of lovely, and like I'll always look back on that as like a special day of us being like, "Oh my God, Willow was so good." Champagne problems is my favorite. I didn't really like that one, or like whatever. And that's what we did with albums, but also when tours started, there would Mm -hmm. always be someone at the first night of a tour live streaming the whole thing so we could all watch it, and the last night of a tour. Yeah, and like when their movie came out and whatever else, like there were just fun times like that. And now you keep like you have those friends where like you know I'm not on one. Direction stand anymore. I don't really keep up with all of them, but like, if something, ha- if Louie had another child, <laughs> named it Mycola. Like, I'm a friend who would send it to me and be like, "OMG!" It's like a nostalgic thing too. So, oh, yeah, I love that. I That's totally actually that. maybe I maybe it's I want to stand something. Now. It's it's fun if you stay away from the like I, the fights I see. I'm like, what the fuck are you? So my question is, yeah. what do you think about like <laughs> the toxic side? <laughs> Like, what do you, like, it's do you think so these people crazy. actually, like, okay, when boundaries are crossed and violated. Because, yeah. okay, so I, I look at all the, like, weird-ass, like, gay theories about, about One Direction, and I look okay. at all the lesbian theories about Taylor Swift, and I'm like, this is, I mean, I have so many, especially the Taylor Swift lesbian one. Mm-hmm. I'm like, one, she's not a lesbian. Watch the You Need to Calm Down music video. That's all the evidence you need that that was not made by anyone who's not 100% straight. Definitely love you Taylor homophobic. secondly yeah. what's something that's, proof that she's homophobic what's something that's not homophobic but feels homophobic <laughs> Taylor please invite so us like, to a secret that, session next time you see also, someone getting hate crimes you should just look at them and you should say you need, you need to calm, calm down. down Shade never made anyone less gay I'm like yes it did Taylor <laughs> <laughs> Shade made me less gay for 13 years <laughs> Taylor uh, Swift you kept uh, Nick uh, in the closet uh, uh, <laughs> Me. I don't know about you, but Me. I'm feeling less gay. <laughs> okay. Um, so I think about the... <laughs> Sorry, we were having a think... <laughs> I th- Okay, so I like look yeah. at these weird like lesbian theories about Taylor Swift and other women. Yeah. And I'm just like... I Okay, one... It's harmful <laughs> for several a reason, but I think about how Listen, Jehovah. The the overarching one is acting that acting like it is a big deal, like it matters. Acting like it matters 
at all. If Taylor Swift dated Diana Agron, that's nowhere good for them. That's not more or less interesting than her dating Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah. So we need to stop making such a big deal about if she is bisexual and has dated women. Okay, cool. We should like because also it's like you could be outing her potentially if she yeah. is. Secondly, but I mean, like I said, I don't think she is at all. Once again, go watch. You need to calm down the music video. <laughs> Once again, I don't think she is. So it, I think it's just like it's just it's like treating it like gossip is really harmful. Because, like, that's how I experienced my sexuality growing up. Yeah. Was, like, me being gay was, like, something to gossip about. And it was, like, a secret. And I feel like this perpetuates that. Not intentionally. Because I realize a lot of the people who are doing this, like, are gay themselves. And they, like, want to see themselves more in the person they look up to. Go off. But I feel like they're really not looking... Not that Taylor's, like, crying herself to sleep at night being like, am I actually a lesbian? Maybe You're not, she girl. Is. But <laughs> we don't know because we don't know her personally. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Someone said something. So and that's how I feel about the One like, Direction you stuff. You don't know them. You don't. If you Taylor Swift is or exactly is not crying about if she's a lesbian, yeah. we don't know, and we probably will not ever know. You know what Taylor wants you to know about exactly. her? Exactly. And any celebrity, you do not know what they are Ooh. like. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you remember when people were? insinuating that in that TikTok she was being, being abused, abused by Joe and yeah. she was trying I, to signal to the audience that she needed help what that made me that like I will yell <laughs> I will yell no, about it was it. so it yell. made me so upset it's so vastly inappropriate where it's like we need to help Taylor I'm like I Taylor think- didn't do this hand signal so that teenagers on TikTok would come to her rescue like what in, in the a pandemic? savior like like what what the fuck? Like yeah. she's not like my master plan. I hope this, I hope it doesn't turn out to be true. But it's like <laughs> she's like my master plan is to go on Jimmy Kimmel Live and be like I'm sign languaging that I'm being abused. Like as if she doesn't talk to Tree, her publicist. And as I said to you, as I said to both of you in the voice memos, when Tree when, would kill when this was, when this was happening, Taylor Swift could potentially kill Joe Allen, but at the very least. End no, his career no. completely yeah. with one tweet. She could say, Joe Alwyn hit me last night. <laughs> and we would, like... Never it, hear from him again. Yeah, ever. He would be at the bottom of Lake Tahoe. Yeah, <laughs> with uh, 10,000 cylinders. <laughs> cylinders. Cinder blocks? <laughs> cylinders. Oh, no. With many shapes and colors. <laughs> Octagons oh, and onions. I'm going to tie an onion and an octagon. My um, deadly concoction. You bring up a wonderful point, though, because I think that is, you're asking what do they fight about, that is what the One Direction fandom, at least, and I think the Taylor Swift fandom, although I don't really know that one as well, fight about the most, and definitely the most intensely. Like they're being abused? No, the, the, uh, the gay, gay theories. The Larry, Harry, <sighs> Louie, Larry Stylinson theories, people perpetuate to this day, which when I got, when I made that account like a year ago and I saw people were still talking about this, I was like, <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. What is the theory it. that there are still lovers meeting in secret? I'm showing you compilation videos after this. Well, also, it is n- not to call vastly out, deep. not to call out, um, a TV show, but like, didn't Euphoria? They, there it? was like Larry fan fiction and they made a cartoon of one because they like, one of the characters wrote one. I didn't realize you were on Euphoria. <laughs> Euphoria is an incredible show. I wrote show. straight One Direction. So, <laughs> I was homophobic. Jordan was a self-hating bisexual. And I was out in high school fully. 
Can we talk about, can I, can I ask questions about that? About what? About being out as a bisexual woman in high school and what that was like. As someone who was- Everyone at my high school was gay. Okay. Really? Yes. (laughs) As someone who was, like, all I did for a year straight was talk about how in love with Mary Louise Parker I was (laughs) and how beautiful her supple breasts were in weeds. And everyone was like- Both true. Everyone was just like, oh yeah, that's Clare. She talks about boobs all the time and like always makes out with girls when she's drunk. She's straight. My, what the fuck? It's because, of, it's because of how we talk about, like, yeah. we don't take like lesbian seriously slash yeah. we like fetishize it. We being the patriarchy. <laughs> we being Nick yeah, We family. being me. I, I fetishize lesbians. <laughs> What's my kink? Women with women. I don't want to like fault any, like, I'm not like... <laughs> My graduating class, it's your fault. I, like, repressed my sexuality for a long time. But... However, (laughs) I just... I don't know. I've been thinking about that a lot lately, and I just feel like life would have been a little easier had I, like, come to terms with that, like, way sooner when I realized I was talking about boobs 24-7. It's so interesting that people are like, that's Clarea, ha-ha, and, like, don't think about it, because I'm like, if I in high school had been like, oh, my God, Henry Cavill's... Bountiful pecs and Man of Steel. <laughs> That's what I was like in high school. And I just love, I just love men, and I make out with men at parties. But I'm straight. Everyone have been like, okay, so. <laughs> That's Nick and he's gay. Okay, well the um, weird thing is in I mean, my class they, too. They were still like that. There were openly bi and openly gay girls. Wow. Not so much gay guys. I mean, you yeah. my big old brain. Yeah. If you were openly gay in my graduating class and a man, I just don't remember you. Sorry. Um, my brain can only hold so much. <laughs> And it was only thinking about women, so <laughs> I guess that's all I have to say there. But, like, once I finally put the pieces together, like, I remember when I came to terms with that, and I know we talked about that in our sexuality episode, whatever episode, but which one was 14. that? 14. Yeah. In episode 14, My we talked homosexual about, odyssey. Oh, duh. When we talked about our homosexual odysseys, um, <laughs> I was just, like, when I kind of, like, finally came to terms with it, I, like essentially had a war flashback to every time I'd ever talked about boobs or like obsessed over a woman or like (laughs) that type of stuff and I was like oh my god it's been there all along you're Mm. just in the closet I think the best way I can describe my high school and I hope my high school friends listening can agree is my high school was like Tumblr in a high school I love that there were like the like hipster girls like everyone had a Tumblr first of all everyone got their personality from there but there were like the hipster cool people there were fandom people there were social justice warriors and then everyone was there were only 60 people in my grade and everyone was hooking up with everyone regardless of gender I kind of love that that's how high school should be I wish I was at your high school. That yeah, sounds more fun. That sounds very exciting. We could have fell, fallen in love. I just had another recovered Tumblr memory. Yeah. Um, freshman and sophomore year of high school, I did, in fact, run a meme Tumblr nope. account. Was it what I'm How picturing? For my high school. How? Oh, that's I like that. I made memes about my high school. Oh, I bet Tumblr. they were great. I love specific memes. Is They're it like, so LOL, when Pat Avery says something inappropriate to a student and no, it's it like a only, like, Ugh, meme face? It was only about IHS. Okay, so another Stan question. Yeah. Okay, so do you think it has any, like, real-world impact on them? Like, the effects of Stan culture? Yes, Louis Tomlinson. The after move. As you may have realized, Harry does not give a fuck. Like, if he does, he doesn't show it. Louis... Because he doesn't... Yeah, because showing a fuck feeds into it. Louis has tweeted many times, being like, Larry Silenson is not real. 
fuck you if you're like doing this you are ruining my relationship because they call his girlfriend who he's been with for they were like dating during One Direction broke up and are back together they've been dating for years was she his baby mama? no <laughs> anyways I'm sure that's conflict we love I this love this is turning into a one, one Direction stand. <laughs> I'm just giving you history podcast um, they say she's like fake that she's like a body double that like a beard. she's a beard yeah that she's a beard that she's <laughs> a stunt double like they bully Claire's like a mean trigger <laughs> they like bully her and it's like he's like he said like this is fucking with me and yeah. like please stop and they don't it's yeah cause they're just giving like a harmful. weird like sexual kick out of it almost is it the vibes I'm getting it's and it just didn't make sense cause like their proof is like <laughs> They think to this day Harry and Louis are together, by the way. Like, they're, that they're actively Like, together. today they are together. Like, <laughs> Louis on set with Harry. That's Waiting in bed for him? In his trailer. <laughs> okay. Um, Hello, darling. They are so aggressive about it. And, like, if you don't believe in it, they're like, oh, like, Harry's the, like, fandom name for Harry fans now. Is, like, Harry's are so fucking stupid. Like, you just wish he was straight so bad. Like, you just want to fuck a blah, blah, blah. And it's like, I... Perhaps I just like his music. Also, perhaps we're just not toxic and, like, forcing a sexual... Like, why does it matter? They're so aggressive about it and so mean about it. Yeah, it's All right. really and just they, like... they you, will say you're stupid. You will break their logic if you just say, why do you care? Yeah. Why does this matter? Even if they are together, yeah. why does that matter? It was, like, kind of fun. How does that affect anything? When it first popped up, like, That's in 2012. I still don't know I'm beautiful, regardless of if they're together. Because they're proof... <laughs> Their you're beautiful, your foreskin like, is ugly. Their proof is like Harry and Louie were touchy with each other. And so that's what the compilation videos are. Just but British. they're all five of them were like touchy with each other and like They probably all had sex with each other, and that should be encouraged and accepted. Exactly. Also, I hate that as soon as men show affection to each other, yes. they're, they're yes. yes, exactly. Thank you. You're welcome. Say I mean, same with women in general. Like, why don't we just like be affectionate with people? And sexually affectionate with those we are having sex with. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. It's it's super. That's a huge toxic side. And, like, I think there's a lot of cancel culture. I haven't experienced this, but I think there's a lot of cancel culture from what I've observed in fandoms where it's, like, if you're a fan and you do, like, one thing wrong. Like, there's, people will just attack you and hate you forever. That's healthy. That's cool. Yeah, yeah that's just like kind of, like, barb. it kind of sounds just like people just the have, 2020 ver- or 2021 version of, like, yeah. Teenage bullying. People just have like all yeah. The, I yeah. think people have like alter egos and they <laughs> embody these like stands because they're probably being bullied at school for being fucking weirdo 100%. One Direction stands who are like I'm Larry blah, blah, blah. and then everyone's like you're weird and then they go on Tumblr and they're like if you don't believe us you're terrible literally yeah. correct yeah it's awful um so that's how I feel about it okay well I'm trying to like <laughs> relate myself to I'm trying to insert myself into this story. that's the whole podcast. <laughs> Self-insert. So okay, this is gonna be this Good. is gonna be weird, but I feel like it's I feel like it's gonna be relevant. Yeah, let's hear it. And I feel really stupid talking about this because it's so like as you should not. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's not unique and it's not like interesting whatever. Okay. But like Harry Potter means so much to me. So this J.K. Rowling stuff like fucking sucks and yeah. I hate it because like I. I did have a parasocial relationship with Joanne. Yeah. <laughs> Who the fuck is Joanne? JK. Okay. Um, I read the first three books, got bored, stopped reading them. So that's where I'm at on this. So back to Nick and Harry Potter being his life. So, 
because I have to answer it myself at all times. Grace, like, I fucking hated them, but go ahead with your story. I didn't hate it. I am just curious about what happened. I have a lot to say. Sorry. Talk. (laughs) Just having deep discoveries. (laughs) Internally. Um, So, yeah, like, those books... Cut everything I just said, please. (laughs) Oh, my God. No, but, like, those books meant so much to me, and I've read them so many times. Mm -hmm. And then I was like, I want to... I was like, all right, like, who is this lady? And so, like, I've watched... So many interviews with her. I know so much about her. Hmm. And did you see this coming? Genuine question. Did I see it coming? Like, is this no, I'm surprising? Shocked. I'm okay. floored by it. Can I ask a question? Yeah. What meant so much to you about the books? Like, what was it that? Oh my god. Um. In three sentences. Goes back to not understanding stand culture. No, I just what I was realizing is that I don't think I've ever had anything in besides like a couple musicals. I've never had anything I cared about that much. Mm-hmm. I guess musical, and even then, yeah, I would never like you can devote an Instagram to them or a Twitter to them. Yeah, I mean, just something weird and like not necessarily a good, a good or bad thing about me. I just like what meant so much about it to you. Oh my god! And obviously, it's, it's not question. like um, obviously it's not like a unique thing to like have something mean a lot to you, like. People have Harry Potter sleeves yes. and like they've devoted their whole entire fucking lives. I to was it. going to get a Harry Potter tattoo sleeve. Yeah. Oh my gosh. On your, you get the star. A, a face. <laughs> <laughs> I was Harry for Halloween when I was like six Tonight or seven. I was Hermione. Oh. Um, I was no. <laughs> I was. Chloe's like I went as myself because I stand no one. I went as Voldemort. <laughs> um, okay, what meant a lot to me about Harry Potter? Um... Without getting into, like, specifics, I don't know. I mean, there's the element of, like, just fully escaping from my own life into something completely different, into, like, the coolest, funnest world ever. Like, that world is so fucking cool, and I want to live there. <laughs> and, like, yes. and that's that's also how I feel about Star Wars. I'm just like, that's so fucking cool that, like... I also, like, that's kind of how I knew I wanted to be a writer. I'm like, wow, like, JK, like... One person and like George Lucas, like an entire like full fucking thing came yeah. from their head. Yeah, and Maybe now we revisit Harry Potter. Holy shit! And now we all have, uh, and you know, and like Harry Potter is so personal to so many people that I'm just like f- amazed that one woman like had an idea and then one woman, uh, yeah, one J.K. Rowling. Um, I'm just amazed that one person had an idea that became so personal to so many people and that we all like kind of collectively have this world in our head I guess that we mm-hmm. all like experience so I, I don't know that's like interesting to me but that's not why it means a lot to me I don't know I just felt like I learned a lot about the world and myself reading it and like the books I mean they're I mean they start out as, as children's books um and so there's also just like nice like a dark turn um yeah I really do and then book four is like hello <laughs> Nazis I, I, before I had like a stan Twitter stuff, yeah. you know, before Glee, like I would, obs- I would look at so many interviews of authors as well because I loved reading and I would get so into book series mm-hmm. and I still like remember my favorites because you feel like you're like in those worlds when you're yeah. reading them. Yeah. Like I've always had this trait that I just love things with my whole heart. <laughs> yeah. I do love world building. I will say that is something 
I mean, duh, who doesn't like world building? He's like, I thought that <laughs> I'm this movie... I'm an anti-world building. <laughs> I'm like, they built the world too well in this movie. I wish it was less fleshed out and cohesive. De- let's deconstruct the you just, world. It's kind of like a weird parasocial relationship with characters where you're like, these people aren't even real. Yeah. And yet, like, I know so, so I mean, much about So, I mean, with Harry them. Potter, it was like, it meant so much to me, and it also meant different things to me as I grew up. Yeah. Like, how I felt about it. Like, the second Harry Potter book is the first, like novel I ever read. It's like the first like full book I read when I was seven or something. Uh-huh. Um, Holy shit, he's smart. So, he's <laughs> got a so, big brain. Holy fuck. I don't know. It, it like meant something different to me then and then it meant something different to me when I was reading it as like uh, you know 17 year old whatever. Um, I don't know. And then when the whole like <laughs> cyberbullying thing occurred um, there's a part in the first book when, when Harry gets cyberbullied? When Harry gets cyberbullied by neo Nazis. And he just closes the laptop. Yeah. <laughs> With he his walks wand. away. <laughs> um, he took time with the creator's advice. Okay, so, okay. First Harry Potter spoilers. Um, <laughs> when they're like leaving their dorms in the middle of the night to, <laughs> go, to go get the stone. Um, Neville is like waiting up and he like is like Ooh, like I'm like you're not going anywhere and then Hermione's just like <laughs> kadooch and he falls on the floor <laughs> I recall and then Dumbledore gives him like a bunch of house points and then they win that year and he's just like it takes a lot of courage to stand up to your enemies but like Aww. more so to stand up to your friends and I was like oh my god <laughs> and then that was my senior quote Aww. so like it means a lot to me what was yours a stupid Ruby car. No, not not Ruby car. She's was- like, I like to get fucked. In the- I like to be fucked like a slut. That was my senior quote. It was a. I don't remember what it was. It was a stupid poem. Okay. Um. You're valid. When I worked at Banana Republic, mm-hmm. um, this girl I worked with got a Harry Potter tattoo that was the like final spoiler alert. It was like the final line of the last book. Yeah. Which is, can someone remind me what it is? It's like, all was well. Thank you. Yeah. She showed it to me and I burst into tears <laughs> because, to be fair, I was going the fuck through okay, it. You're going to say laughter. I know, no. me too. I was like, <laughs> I, I was like, to apologize no. <laughs> Publicly on this podcast. <laughs> no, I like Harry Potter and JK rolling aside. I was just like, is it going to all be okay someday? Is everything going to, it will all be well? So I think like, with having read the first three books and the last sentence of yes. the last book, yes. I can only imagine how much like more poetic and like meaningful lines there are in the middle. Yeah, the in books, what I tuned out. The for. books like just get better. It's, yeah, yeah, like and spoiler. Yeah, and so, like some people before all this stuff about J.K. Rowling came out. People crit like the Harry Potter subreddit. People would criticize the books and be like, you know, they're not like actually that well written. And I'm like, once I remember ag- that. I'm like, once again, they were written to be read by like seven year olds plus, you know. But also, like in terms of when people say the writing wasn't that good, I'm like, it really was. <laughs> it really was though. <laughs> like the, they're so well plotted. People just like to be honest, and it's just and it's ridiculous. Um. Anyway, so when all this stuff about her came out, one, I was shocked. Two, I was like, oh my god, like, am I no longer allowed <laughs> to enjoy Harry Potter? Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, in, I mean, it's not like I've tried, I haven't tried reading the books since all this came out, 
Um, it's not, well, I hate saying that, like, all this came out. She came out and said the things. If you don't like, it's know, not, it's not like someone was JK like. JK Rowling is transphobic. It's not like someone had, like, screenshots of DMs from her. Saying she's a cannibal. That was. <laughs> the most shocking. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. It was, she came out and was like, and just said a lot of, like, turf talking points. And, um, yeah. Nick, I have a question. The most shocking. Oh. The most yeah. shocking part to me was the fact that she said these things, and most of the times people will say something stupid, people will be like, ah, that's wrong, and then people will be like, sorry, I didn't know. She doubled down, oh, yeah. and she has yeah. tripled, quadrupled, dug her fucking heels And in, I think, and my girl, just say you're like, wrong, holy shit. Okay, well, the, the thing is, she doesn't think, she doesn't think she's yeah. wrong. Okay, a lot of things are happening. One, she's getting, like, roasted, and, like... <laughs> Rightfully so. She's getting, like, you know, like, trans Twitter, quote-unquote, or, like, I'm... You know, I'm sure she's getting a lot of shit from them. And then I'm sure TERFs on Twitter are giving her a lot of love. So it's like, which one are you going to listen to more? (laughs) You know? But also, I think when you... criticism. I think when you, like, write the most popular book series of all time, and when, like, the first, you know... Warrior Cats? When when the first ten publishers or whatever Mm -hmm. said no to your manuscript, and then it became, like, the best selling books of all time, you're probably going to be like, I can do no wrong. My mind is yeah. perfect. <laughs> Every idea I have is like, like, I, I, I don't, it's interesting. I don't think she, ha- she has the, I think with this level of success comes uh, uh, an inability to like know your own limitations. So once we get a certain level of followers, we're just going to block everyone else from this account. We're going to private everything <laughs> so that we don't let it go to our heads. We're not going to turn into J.K. Rowling. Don't worry, guys. Yeah. If that was your concern, I think Nick and I aren't going to become turfs. One of the big things, too, with, like, standing or, like, loving something that much, right, is, like... You're going to get hurt. Well, that, but also, like, you have to have some sort of ability to step back and be, like... Like, I can understand Harry Styles does not give a shit about me. And, like, there's a real possibility that in his lifetime something shitty will come out about him. Mm-hmm. And, like, you <laughs> cannot you cannot connect yourself to those people. Yeah. Because that you don't know them. Yeah. And that's, and that's just it. I think a surface level Google, most people would see what she said and be like, that's actually... They'd be like, that's not that bad. Because, like, I think the surface level stuff is... Um, we need to be able to talk about biological sex and how, uh, like, women are oppressed, like, for, like, women's bodies are oppressed. Okay. She says that. Or, like, we need to acknowledge sex is real. Trans people, like, no, no one's saying sex isn't real. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, that's not an argument that's being made. So, they're, she's already framing it incorrectly. And then there's the whole, like, call yourself whatever you like, dress how, dress however you please. Um, sleep with any consenting adult who'll have you. And it's just like... What? It's like, fuck off. Like, oh my god. And the fact... Going back to being shocked, the fact that it's coming from her and, like, some of the lines in the Harry Potter books are just so, like... Yeah. Directly against everything she's saying. Like, it... (laughs) Literally a line from the book is, it doesn't matter what someone is born as, it's what they grow to be. And I'm like, what a lovely analogy for trans people. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, psych. Yeah, and like, like there were like, I imagine there are so many trans people who found so much comfort in those yeah. books, and like, so in a so I just feel so, I feel bad for them too because I'm like yeah. that would fucking suck 
to like have that escape in that world. And I mean, it's literally about a boy who like was oppressed in a closet for 10 years <laughs> under the stairs and then was like, oh, actually you're a wizard and you have a bunch of money and you're famous yeah. and you're going to do these cool things. So it's just like... And your name is Daniel Radcliffe. So deeply, it's so deeply hurtful and I feel like... I'm just like, girl... <laughs> I hope that the, those who are listening to this podcast like already are of the same <laughs> mindset. I mean, I like to think. Our tur- I don't think we have. Listeners. I don't think we have brain cell turfs out there. But <laughs> sorry, sorry, if we do, sorry. maybe stop listening. Yeah, you're not. We don't want her. you here. But before yeah. you before you stop, I would leave a review. <laughs> Five stars on your way out. <laughs> If you decide at any point in time that this podcast isn't for you, I expect an exit interview and a five-star review on the way out. Yes, Megan? She, I think it's just so funny that she's like, turf is a slur. I'm like... Yeah, th- things that aren't slurs, turf. <laughs> Top of the list. Yeah. The T word. Girl. <laughs> turf is a slur. Why does she want to be oppressed she so also, fucking bad? She also implied that bigot is a slur. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> The B word. I'm like, is bigot a slur? No. Is that the truth, Joanne? <laughs> I don't think it fucking is. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, and she posted on Twitter during her doubling down face. She posted on Twitter like a selfie of a shirt that said "This witch doesn't burn," and like the link to the website that she got it at. And the website is full of the most disgusting turf merch. Yeah. <laughs> turf merch. Turf. Oh my god. Turf merch. Go to brainsellgirls.com like, slash turf merch. The most condescending things. The most like actively anti-trans things. Yeah. Ever. It's a, oh my god. Should like, we get shirts that say turf isn't a slur? There's, <laughs> like there's one shirt that says it's Censored. like which like I don't know a bunch of different things that like people have called women throughout history or whatever. And then the second to last one is bigot, and I'm like, once again, it's not slur. What? And then the last one is turf, and I'm like, <coughs> who has called women bigots as an insult overall? That's like bitches, sluts, and bigots. Am I right? This, this <laughs> gotta this, get all them bitches and bigots. This, this website had a pin with the trans flag, and it said, "Sorry about your dick, bro." And I'm like, excuse oh, me, it's just, it's just so disgusting. It's like, what? Even if, sorry about your dick, bro. Even if you believe these like heinous things about trans people, why, why, like you're still actively like mocking someone's body and like lived experience. You're just being mean. Fuck off. Like, and listen, we're not gonna body shame unless it's a cop or a turf. Yeah, bull body shame terms. <laughs> oh my god. Um. So yeah, it's 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 it has sucked. Um, yeah. Yeah. Been having to reconcile. With that. <laughs> Genuinely. Yeah. No, and yeah. So I I don't know what it'll be like next time I like attempt to read the books. Because I'm gonna like read. I'm gonna like run into all these lines that are like. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay to leave the closet, Harry, or whatever. <laughs> like, I'm going to, like, read all these lines and be like, wow, I'm the same woman, like... What if there's yeah. some, like, code in it where you can deduce that, like, every first letter of the line of every page <laughs> spells out bigot as a slur? <laughs> I just... 
Even if you don't understand something, like, why why be mean? I just don't get it. Megan. Yes. <laughs> what is your apocalypse weapon of choice? Your options cannot be guns, knives, swords, like, common weapons. Like, things of that genre. Um, a flashlight. Fuck yeah. With batteries inside of it. Good. Oh. Okay. Those things fucking hurt. How would you... Okay. Using the battery for its... Or the flashlight for... Flashlight. Using the flashlight <laughs> for its main function. Yeah, that would be helpful too, actually. To so would you be worried about the batteries running out? No, it, I was thinking of it would be good to hit people with. No, 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 I understand. But we're, like when you said flashlight, were you like, I can hit people and I can see? <laughs> no, I was just thinking of hitting people. Hitting people? Yeah, yeah. But also, yeah. thank you. I can see. No, okay. Um, what's your favorite piece of furniture? That you own. Of yours. Oh. Um, um, She's like, I love a love seat. <laughs> I, I love much, a chair. Not much, um, or I here. really like my, my bed and the headboard that I yeah. bought. Yeah. To go with it. <laughs> it is a beautiful pink, like, crushed velvet. Kind of. Uh, it's not crushed velvet, but that vibe. That vibe. <laughs> that energy. <clears throat> Fully that vibe. Megan. Yes. How would you describe the aura of your first two weeks in quarantine? Paint us a picture. Um. Like, what are you seeing? What are you feeling? Like in the, in your synesthesia <laughs> brain. What are you smelling? <laughs> this is not how my synesthesia works. <laughs> Fake fan. <laughs> <laughs> I honestly, when I think of the beginning of quarantine, I think of April, so sorry, it's not going to be March, but like okay. a lovely field with some cosmopolitans, <laughs> Ooh. blue skies, and that Benny song playing. Hell yeah. I'm a little fucked up. I'm just dying right now. Uh, what color is 19? Uh, like, a, uh, like a deep purple, like a royal purple. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> sure it is. <laughs> <laughs> what is your favorite song right now? Don't think about it too hard. What is your favorite song? Clean by the Japanese House. Good answer. Thank you. Where are you happiest? Um, by Bodies of Water. <laughs> I am a body. What is? <laughs> <laughs> he is a lake. Yeah. I'm a lake and ocean. <laughs> what is your favorite thing that you've purchased under fifty dollars? Um. I think I got my keyboard in my room for less than $50 because mm-hmm. the top half of it is broken. <laughs> so that. That's amazing. Do you believe in ghosts, aliens, and or God? Yes to all the above, but not God in the sense of a structured religion. Not God like there's a, a white man with a beard in the sky? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so do you believe more in like a spiritual, like the force type of way? Or uh, like, yeah, oh. you could say that. Like, okay. Energy? Believe, yes. Angel energy. numbers? <laughs> yes, energy. Not so much into angel numbers besides eleven yeah. eleven. <laughs> so energy, like like we're all connected type thing, reincarnation. Into reincarnation. Like a unified consciousness. <laughs> no, like a manifestation, right? Yeah, I don't have a super structured belief system, mm-hmm. but just like I like, I think there is energy that you put out, and with seven billion people in the world, there is collectively probably something that has been built up that is like bigger than us. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, where the <laughs> and it's bad. Whatever. Where the fuck did the universe come from? Like mm-hmm. the Big Human. Bang. Where did the bang come from? Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I don't think a white man in a cloud created it, but like, where the fuck did it come from, the you guys? Lettuce. 
Also, yes to ghosts because I don't want them to haunt me. Yes to aliens because, as I just said, there's a whole universe. Period. I had, like, a complete existential crisis about the Big Bang Theory a few months ago. I have one probably once a week. What is your biggest fear? Um, vehicular manslaughter. Being a victim or a perpetrator? A perpetrator. (laughs) Okay. Does pineapple go on pizza? Yes. Okay, what else goes on pizza with the pineapple? Corn, balsamic glaze, dip it in ranch... Basil, okay. Okay. perlini mozzarella. Uh-huh. I'm just trying to remember my pizza press yeah. order. What sort of meat? Um, pepperoni. What was your high of the past two Why hours? didn't I prepare for two this? Hours, I knew it was hours, coming. <laughs> two hours, 47 minutes. Um, Every week we're like, oh God. <laughs> my high was dissecting steam culture. Mm-hmm. My low was... We can wait. We can go around this mm-hmm. Okay, 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 okay. My high was definitely getting a different perspective on stand culture. I feel like I interpret it a little. It's a community. <laughs> my high, I mean, having Megan on oh. was so fun. Chloe was like, not so much. <laughs> what was your low? It was the lowest moment. <laughs> it's your deepest fear. <laughs> there was a moment in there where I felt like I was going to fall asleep. <laughs> Hell yeah. Appreciate that radical honesty. Radical honesty and vulnerability. <laughs> what was your low? Um, my low was definitely this pizza press discourse at the end that I felt really left out of. I was just like, what's happening? Aren't these questions rapid fire? And Nick was like, so basil and pesto. And I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? Anyway, Nick, what was your low? I did not say basil. Um, I wasn't listening. <laughs> my low um, was that Corey wasn't listening to my pizza press <laughs> order. You'll never know. Oh, God. My low is realizing how badly I stink and how badly I need a shower. Really? Yeah. Cute. I'm glad it's not okay. wafting over. What was your hero, Megan? <laughs> Both of you for inviting me on. Oh, shut up. Oh, my God. That's disgusting. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Why are we in love? My hero was Jehovah herself. <laughs> <laughs> Nick? <laughs> My hero was her witness. <laughs> and with that. Oh my god. No, it was Megan. It was Megan. My hero was Turf Legend again. <laughs> Good night, Joanne. Turf Superstar. Okay, and with that, I just think that we need to say. Um, Rate us five stars. God damn it. <laughs> no, you guys listen to the beginning of the episode, probably. Yeah, do the things we said. Yeah, do the We're things. Fucking bully you. Yeah. <laughs> This is proof that bullying works. I saw a bunch more people posting on their story this time. <laughs> In reviews on iTunes. I didn't know. I'm like, okay. Anyway, uh, kisses, kisses on, on the, the mouth. <laughs> All right, you guys know the drill. Me and Clarice produce this thing. I do the sound mixing and editing. And music is from Anabolic Beats. Thank you to our immortal patrons, Ryan. Teresa Graham. Ab Curtis. John Sims. Laura Zimmerman. O.P. Queef. And Megan Donovan. Feel free to follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at BrainCellGirls. You can also visit our website at www.braincellgirls.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Nick Curl, and you can follow Clare on Instagram at the Grease Trap Queen or on Twitter at Clar Smitty. 
Links are in the description. We also recently launched our Patreon, so if you want to support us and get some bonus content and ad-free episodes, feel free to click the link in the show notes and become a patron.